0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now, this is the first episode of December, and that can only mean one thing. We are quickly coming up to Christmas. And I don't know if you're feeling it, but I've already started decorating the house and helping my wife decorate their family's house, and the word has already come up from a few of our family members, they feel Christmas fatigue and it's such a common thing in the silly season it's, it's crazy when I was doing the research for this episode I found out that up to 69% of people are financially and time stressed around the Christmas period and up to 45% of people would prefer to skip the holiday season as a whole you know, this really is a time of year that yes it brings joy and festivity and connection and brings people together but it's also very correlated with emotional stress, overwhelm and burnout. So to help you not only survive the silly season, but thrive in the silly season, we're going to be going deep on this episode into the main reasons why the Christmas period can be so overwhelming and emotionally exhausting, as well as giving my top three tips on how to make sure that doesn't happen to you this year or any other Christmas for the rest of your life. It's going to be a very, very useful episode, very practical episode. So as always, I'm incredibly excited to have you on board for it. Let's get into it. You. So why is the Christmas season so overwhelming and so stressful? Like when we look behind it, what is it about it that leads to such high amounts of burnout and overwhelm? Well, there's a couple of things that go into this. There's three main ones that really jump to mind. The first one is expectations. We place such high expectations on ourselves, on our loved ones, on our family members, on everyone around us around the Christmas time. Like we're meant to do this, we're meant to do that. I've already started hearing people say, oh, I have to get the tree up by December 1st. I have to organize my family Christmas party. I have to go buy presents for everyone. And we start putting the pressure on ourselves because we expect that these presents have to be the biggest, craziest, wildest things in the world. And we're putting the pressure on ourselves to do this from like mid-November. Like I don't know about you, but when I walk into the shopping center these days, it seems like Christmas starts in November now. And so we've got this four to six weeks leading up to this holiday. We're putting so many expectations on ourselves. And then the closer we get to it, the more we start having expectations for our loved ones too. Like, oh, well... My wife was meant to do this. My family should be doing this. As a rule of thumb, as soon as it's have to, meant to, shoulda, coulda, woulda, um, you know, these words in our language, it tends to be that we're holding an expectation over someone else. And the second reason that it can be so overwhelming at Christmas time, and this is actually a form of expectation, but it's subtly different, so I think it warrants its own uh, category, is comparison. We start to compare so much around the holidays. We compare our life to someone else's life. We compare our Christmas to someone else's. We compare the toys that we got out, or the presents that we got our family to the presents that someone else got their family. We compare ourselves to how we were last year. Because in some families, I know in mine, I don't see a lot of my family members that much over the year. So coming together at Christmas, there's that comparison to, okay, well, who was I a year ago? Are they expecting that same person? So we're now holding all this comparison, comparing ourselves to our past, comparing ourselves to who we think our family wants us to be. We're comparing our family to another family, presence to other presence. And that starts to create a lot of internal conflict and turmoil within ourselves. And the third one, which I think is the biggest one, it's one that we're going to be looking at the most in this podcast episode, It is the season of giving. And yet most people, I would say the vast, vast majority, forget to give back to themselves at Christmas. Now, I don't just mean giving yourself a present. I mean, looking after your own physical, mental, and emotional needs. That tends to go completely out the window during the holiday season because we become so tied up and so focused in what we're doing for everyone else around us that a lot of people forget to go, well, hang on, what do I need this holidays? What do I need to give back to myself to still feel, A, like I'm surviving this holiday season, but B, like I'm thriving through it? So these are the three main categories behind why it can be so stressful and overwhelming. And as you listen to this episode, I invite you to think back either to past Christmases or over the last week, even as we've entered into, into December, and think about how often you've been doing these three things to yourself. How often have you been holding expectations over yourself and setting the bar so high that you can't possibly meet it or setting expectations over your gifts that you're getting or over your family or over what's happening for you at Christmas? How often have you been getting caught in the comparison game where you're looking at what everyone else is doing online with their trees or with their lights or with their advent calendars and comparing yourself to them and then feeling absolutely ratchet from it? And how often have you been feeling just emotionally drained and exhausted and burnt out in the last week? Because a lot of that burnout comes from pouring so much of yourself into other people, but not filling yourself back up. And I know a saying we always use at BU is you can't pour from an empty cup. But a lot of people try to at this time of year, and that's what undoes them. So those are the three things behind why it's so emotionally overwhelming and exhausting at the holiday time. What we're going to do now is spend a little bit of time looking at each one of these categories individually and giving you some tools and some tricks that you can use over the silly season to make sure that you don't get caught out by these self-defeating behaviors that end up emotionally exhausting you and draining you. So let's get into how you can begin overcoming the first one, which is expectations. Where do we even start with expectations around the Christmas period? My God, so many expectations that we place upon ourselves, the gifts we give, the events we go to, the family we see, where we're meant to be, where we're not meant to be. There's so many expectations that pop up. But the beautiful thing about expectations is they share a common thread. And that is that they're all expectations. They're all an idea of how our life is meant to be or should be, but it's not at that time. And that's really powerful because when we know that that's what we're doing, we're disconnecting ourselves from reality and from how our life actually is, well, then the answer to overcome expectations is to get back in touch with reality and how it is, but not just get back in touch with it, but be able to genuinely feel grateful for it and to see the silver linings and see the things that we're generally Grateful for and proud of in our life. There's a great saying around this you know, trade your expectations for appreciations. It's a Tony Robbins quote, and it's so true. It's so powerful. You know, they've shown that the areas of the brain that run expectations and stress and overwhelm uh, and, and fatigue cannot run at the exact same time with the areas of the brain responsible for deep deep love and gratitude and a great way to get into that deep love and gratitude is by recognizing what we can really appreciate around this season and it doesn't have to be the big overwhelming things it can be quite small things you know say you're holding all these expectations around gifts like oh my god i have to get the best gift for everyone like i need to blow their mind and put a ton of time and money into it Well, maybe we step back from that and rather than putting that much pressure on ourselves and holding those expectations around it, we can be deeply appreciative of the fact that A, we have people that we care enough about in our life to get gifts for and B, that we're in a position where we can get them gifts. You know, there's so many people in the world that won't receive a gift this Christmas, but also won't be in a position to give a gift. Um, And I think the act of giving is just as beneficial, if not more beneficial than the act of receiving when it comes to, to the Christmas time. So such a powerful way to make sure we're not getting caught by expectations is when you do catch yourself running an expectation, and a good way to look for them is again, the have to, meant to, must to, should, need to, this language that comes up. Uh, that tells us that we're holding an expectation there. And when you catch yourself doing that, take a step back and go, okay, well, hang on, what can I be really appreciative of in this situation? What can I be really grateful for? What can I feel, you know, love and gratitude and joy for that it's already in my life. You know, maybe it's you're holding expectations around your family, how your family's meant to behave at Christmas. Now, I don't know about you, but if I try and hold expectations about how my family's meant to behave around Christmas, I can promise you I'm not going to have those expectations met. I think every family is a mixed bag of people. And when they come together at Christmas time, there's going to be a lot (laughs) of personalities and energy in that room. And that in and of itself can be quite overwhelming. But rather than trying to control everyone else's behavior around you so that you don't feel overwhelmed and exhausted, take a step back and realize that you're the one holding the expectation. And instead of holding the expectation, you can also choose to go, well, hang on, what can I be really grateful for and appreciative of in each of my family members um, that I have in my life and that, that are here today? It's such a beautiful opportunity to remind ourselves that we are very lucky to have loved ones in our life who want to spend time with us and come together even if that is sometimes um, you know ends up with a bit of drama it's quite a a beautiful opportunity that a lot of people unfortunately don't have. So again one of the best ways to overcome expectations is through appreciations and to do that you can start by asking yourself what am I really grateful to have in my life this silly season. I highly encourage you to Even just start keeping a gratitude journal where you write something down each night of what you're grateful for that day. If you do that all through December, my God, you will feel such a difference in your energy levels. So that's such a practical thing that you can do and put into practice starting from now. Like as soon as you finish this episode, I would recommend getting a little journal for yourself. Treat yourself. It's Christmas. Why not? And just start writing down one thing from each day that you're really grateful for. That's going to really help overcome that expectations. Now, the strategy that we just spoke about for overcoming expectations, that idea of going deep with your appreciations and gratitudes, will also work for combating comparison. It will work quite well for that, but there's a couple of other strategies that work well for comparison too. Really, you could also apply these to expectations. As I said at the start, comparison and expectations are so closely linked, um, they're just nuances of each other. So, the strategies that I tend to recommend to people for overcoming comparison, especially around this time of year, the first one by far is digital detox. Like, go through and, you know, they talk about cleaning up your diet. Uh, Your diet is not just what you're eating at this time of year or at any time of year. Your diet is what you're consuming in information. So, the things that you watch, the things that you listen to, the things that you let into your mind, that is part of your diet. I would recommend going through all your social media accounts and unfollowing anyone that you might be telling yourself you follow them for inspiration and motivation, but ask yourself how you actually feel when you look at their content. Do you feel inspired and motivated and uplifted or do you tend to compare yourself to them and put yourself down? Because if they're a tool for self-sabotage, if they're a tool for self-hate, again, it's not their fault. You're the one doing it, but unfollow them. They're not contributing anything positive or a value to your life. So start by cleaning out your social medias and then literally set time for yourself to digital detox, you know, taking time away from the laptop, from social media, from your phone, from the TV to actually connect with those around you, especially, especially at this time of year. So, you know, whether it be the phone is away from 7 p.m. onwards or you don't look at your phone first thing in the morning, you'd only look at your phone from 9 a.m. onwards, right? Whatever the strategy may be for you, it's about finding time where you go, I'm not getting sucked into this online world and other people's lives because I'm going to center myself and presence myself in my life and really enjoy my life and the people who are in it. See, when we're online, 99% of the time, all we're doing is comparing, whether it be conscious or subconscious. So it's much more powerful to go, okay, the phone's not coming with me to Christmas or you know Christmas Eve no phone whatever it may be set some time yourself to go I'm not getting stuck in the digital world I'm going to really presence myself in my actual life and with the people around me and that comes into the second strategy that I highly recommend for overcoming comparison which is get present like I, I always say to people you know I joke the best present I can give is my presence Uh, But I do genuinely believe that, you know, this year, the best gift you can give to your loved ones and give to yourself is to actually be present with them, to actually be there listening to them and engaging in conversation and and bring your full authentic self to the table. It's a very beautiful thing to do. And you'll find that it's not as emotionally exhausting because you're not busy second guessing yourself or comparing yourself or judging yourself. You're just allowing yourself to be fully immersed in the moment, whether you call it flow, uh, whether you call it being present, whatever works for you. And there's so many ways you can do that. You know, whether it be through being aware of your breath and doing little bits of meditation throughout the day. It's okay to walk out of a room for a little bit just to centre yourself again and re-present yourself if you find you're getting caught in your own head when everyone's around. You know, whether it be uh, taking some time to. Recognize how your body feels in that moment and get back in touch with your body. You know, that mind-body connection is very powerful, whether it be mindful eating while you're having your Christmas dinner. That can be a very powerful strategy and technique to present yourself and really actually enjoy the food you're having rather than just wolf it down. Um, There's so much to be said about immersing yourself in the present moment. Now, obviously, you can't keep that up for 30 days over the whole Month, but what you can do is just check in with yourself and make sure every so often throughout the day, throughout the week, you're taking the time and the conscious awareness to re present yourself and get back in touch with how you're feeling and where you're at and really connect with those around you. So, as I said, you've got a few options here for for comparison and even for expectations, which we just spoke about. You can digital detox, you can focus on presencing, you can focus on gratitude and appreciations. Any of those three strategies will work wonders for your overall emotional well being this silly season. Now, with that said, let's look at the one that I think is the most important thing that we address uh, coming into Christmas, but just for life overall, I think this is one of the most important topics that we talk about with people and that we cover, and it's really uh, highlighted and essential at this time of year. Okay, so let's have a real conversation right now. Like you and I are about to get pretty upfront and honest with each other. And I'm going to tell you that you're not taking anywhere near enough care of yourself in the year as a whole, but especially during the silly season at Christmas. And the reason I say that is because especially in Australia, we have such a culture of tall poppy syndrome and a fear of being perceived as being selfish. So it's so easy for people to fall into the trap of putting themselves so, so, so low on their priority list. And that tends to only sink when it comes to Christmas because throughout the year, you might be number 10 on your priority list. You might put your boss's needs ahead of your own, your coworkers' needs ahead of your own, your immediate family ahead of your own. But then at Christmas, you're now all, all of a sudden thinking of Auntie Josie who you haven't seen for 12 months and her needs need to go ahead of yours as well. And you're thinking of her kids. And then before you know it, you're like number 100 on your priority list. And you're so, so focused on give, 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 give. To everyone around you that it's so easy to forget about giving back to yourself and the classic saying that I use here is when we're on a plane they say in the case of an emergency an oxygen mask will fall from the ceiling please secure yours before helping it someone else secure theirs and we tend to forget that in life and especially tend to forget it in December you know it is so important for you to take the time every single day to go did I put my oxygen mask on today in some way it doesn't have to be these grand gestures of giving back to yourself It could just be, okay, did I exercise today? Awesome. That's looking after my physical well-being. Did I sleep well last night? That's looking after physical well-being. Have I done some active journaling or some meditation? That's good for my emotional well-being. Right? it's about checking back in with yourself and going, am I looking after me? And I would argue that looking after yourself isn't selfish. It's necessary, but it's also the best damn thing you can do for your loved ones at Christmas time. Because you might think that you're holding it together really well, but your family knows when you're burnt out and exhausted and stressed. People can feel when you're putting the brave face and the mask on and just trying to get through. And it's not fair to you and it's not fair to them because as I said before, the best gift you can give your loved ones at Christmas is for you to be fully present. You cannot do that if you are running on empty. Now, giving back to yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's taking a day off, whether it's uh, saying no to working the overtime at work, whether it's when you're at Christmas events with your family, just taking a half an hour to just step aside for a little bit and focus on yourself and, and breathe and re yourself, whatever it means for you to look after your physical, mental, and emotional needs. And if you don't know what that means for you, The first thing you're doing as soon as this podcast is over is thinking about it and writing down, these are my strategies that I know work well for my physical, mental, and emotional well-being, and this is how I'm going to implement them over the next month. Because if you come in with a plan of attack, it's much, much easier to keep yourself accountable. You can go, okay, in the last week, did I do any of these strategies that I wrote down? If not, okay, now I know I'm heading towards burnout. So, what I'm saying is there's a couple of things you need to have clear here. One is it's not selfish for you to look after yourself. It's necessary and it's also a beautiful thing for you to do for yourself and for your loved ones because when you show up fully authentically as you, fully present and and fulfilled, like you've actually filled up your own cup, you bring the best version of yourself to the table and that's the version that your family loves being around. It's the version that you like being. So... It's very freeing emotionally. But the first step is to recognize that it's not selfish, it's actually beneficial. The second step is to put together an actionable plan of attack of how to do it. It's all well and good to say, I'm going to look after myself this Christmas, I'm going to put my needs first. But how are you going to do that? You know, until there's a how, it's all just talk, it's all just concept, nothing actually changes. So it's going to come down and I'm not, you know, some magical guru who can say these are exactly the things you should be doing over Christmas. For you, you know you a lot better than I ever will, but I invite you to look back over the last few years of your life and go, okay, physically, what do I know that makes me feel really physically good and I'm gonna, how am I going to implement that over the next 30 days? Is it exercise? Is it being outside? Is it a good night's sleep? Is it drinking enough water? What is it not having much alcohol? Whatever it is for you, make sure you have a strategy for it. Then emotionally, what do I know I do that really helps me feel emotionally fulfilled? you know, is it taking time off? Is it coaching? Is it um, reading a good book? Is it meditation? You know, whatever comes to mind for you, is it a bubble bath, right? Whatever feels good to you to go, yes, that helps me feel emotionally fulfilled. I look after myself. And then finally, mentally, you know, what is it that helps me feel mentally fulfilled? Do I like a bit of challenge? Do I like pushing myself? Do I like learning a new thing? You know, Am I interested in learning a new skill over the Christmas break? You know, find these things for yourself where you go, yes, I know that that works. And if you can't find those in your past, imagine what do I think might help me look after my physical, mental, and emotional needs over Christmas? Because sometimes if you can't call it from your past, the next best step is to just ask your brain to imagine and have a guess. And what's interesting is your brain will normally guess the right answer because it will give gut instinct. Uh, So that is the the most powerful thing you can do. I genuinely believe that over the next 30 days and really for the rest of your life, this is about setting you up for ongoing, not just Christmas, but if you learn how to put yourself first, if you free yourself from Christmas comparison and if you overcome expectations by focusing on gratitude and appreciations, you are so, so much less likely to burn yourself out over the holidays. And the beautiful part of that is you'll actually get to enjoy them rather than look back when they're over and go, wow, that went by in the blink of an eye. I'm not sure if I what I actually did over Christmas. So start with those things, and that's going to really make a profound difference to how you approach the silly season. Thank you once again for choosing to invest your time, your energy, your attention, your focus into yourself by listening to this podcast episode. I'm sure I can say with absolute certainty that if you apply what you learned and what we spoke about in this episode, you're going to have a much, much better holiday season. And speaking of which, it is the season of giving and I would love For all of our listeners to give us a review of the podcast, let us know how you feel about it. If you're listening on Apple, you can leave us a review, a five-star review, and write a comment. If you're listening on Anchor or Spotify, you can favorite the podcast. It really does make a difference, and it really helps us impact more lives. Now, another great way to give this Christmas is to, as we spoke about in the last segment, give back to yourself and give back to your own well-being. We currently have deals on getting my book for yourself for Christmas or for a loved one, or getting yourself a one-on-one discovery session with one of our confidence and purpose coaches so that they can help you get absolute clarity and certainty over what changes will give you the biggest positive impact on your overall sense of well-being, success, and fulfillment in 2019. If you're someone who knows that there needs to be change in 2019, but you're struggling to identify exactly what change will get you the biggest outcome and help you feel the most fulfilled, These are the sessions for you. So if you did want to invest in yourself or in a loved one's well-being by getting them either a copy of my book or a session with one of our confidence and purpose coaches, one of those one-on-one discovery sessions, all you have to do is send an email to grow at bucoaching.org and mention Christmas giveaway or Christmas bonuses, Christmas presents. Just mention Christmas so our team knows that you've listened to this podcast episode and just say that you're interested in grabbing a copy of the book or grabbing a discovery session for yourself or a loved one. If that's something that you're not able to do at this point in the year, you know, a great gift that you can do for yourself and for loved ones as well that is absolutely 100% free is share this podcast, share the BU Coaching website, share the BU Coaching Facebook page, share our 5 Steps to Meaningful Change course. You know, We have so much free content that we give out to help people just like you live a life of confidence, uh, purpose, success, fulfillment, and thriving. And you can help us spread that impact and give back by simply sharing this episode with someone who you know would really benefit from hearing it or sharing our five steps to meaningful change course, which you can find just by Googling five steps to meaningful change, Bu coaching and signing up to it, share that with yourself and with your loved ones. So as I said, you've got so many options this Christmas for giving back to yourself giving back to loved ones giving back to us as a movement the best way to do that summarize your top three one leave us a review uh, of the podcast tell us what you're thinking second one share some of our free content be it the five steps to Meaningful change course or this podcast episode with someone who you know would really benefit from it and three treat yourself and treat your loved ones with a signed copy of my book and with a one-on-one confidence and purpose discovery session with one of our amazing coaches so you can start 2019 with absolute clarity and certainty over what changes will make the biggest difference to your overall well-being in the year. And with that said, from the bottom of my heart all the way out to yours, be empowered, be exceptional, and be you.